0: are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow, and welcome to another episode of Last Week in Health IT for September 13th. As with every episode, we start this one saying that the intended audience for this episode is everyone. We actually have a few big news items this week, so let's just get right into it. The UK is exploring health data for research with seven hub launches. So the UK is doing great things to improve the use of health data. And this is just one of those actions. The Health Data Research UK is using a huge investment from the government to create seven hubs that will allow for opportunities in transforming cancer data and also to improve access to patients to participate in clinical trials. So the seven hubs are as follows. So the Breathe Hub will be focused on respiratory DataCAN will be focused on cancer. The Discover Now Hub is focused on real world evidence. GI Know Hub is focused on irritable bowel diseases. And the Insight Hub is focused on eyesight. And the NHS Digitrial Hub is focused on clinical trials. And Pioneer Hub is focused on acute care. And an independent panel involving over 100 organizations spanning from academia, charities, the NHS themselves, the pharmacies. And technology companies were involved in selection and creation of the hubs. All right, so the next news item, pretty big news, is the Mayo Clinic. They are announcing a 10-year partnership with Google. So nationally recognized Mayo Clinic. They just announced a very exciting uh, partnership with Google that will be a 10-year strategic partnership focusing on different advanced cloud computing and artificial intelligence-based analytics. So I've always thought of like Mayo Clinic as, you know, one of the Googles of healthcare. So it's really exciting to see that the two companies are joining forces to synergistically work together for advancing healthcare technology. Mayo Clinic will be using Google Cloud for the storage of their data, which allows Google's powerful analytics tools to be used with not much trouble. There's not much further detail into what kind of exact services they'll be providing or working on, but it's still exciting nonetheless to hear that you know, there will be AI based innovations moving forward with this partnership. All right. So last thing is the big news item of this week is Apple announces the new Apple Watches. So as many of you already know, Apple held their big conference this past Tuesday to announce their new services, including new iPhones, iPads, streaming services, Arcade and some other things. One of the new announcements was the introduction of the new Apple Watch Series 5. But why am I talking about it on this podcast? Well, the new Apple Watch is focused in on more health-related functions, not just consumer entertainment. So one of the new functions is tracking a woman's menstrual cycle. Yes, there are apps out there that already do this by manual input and then doing algorithm calculations, but Apple is going to be a little more detailed than that. In addition, Apple has a women's health study that will take a look at all the cycle patterns and is being done in partnership with the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences. So in addition, Harvard wants to use this data for risk assessments in PCOS and also other gynecological conditions. In addition, the Apple Watch will also be tracking sound levels and outside noise. I think this is really innovative as I had not heard of this being tracked before. And the Apple hearing study will be done in conjunction with the University of Michigan and will be using the sound exposure data to track and trend hearing health. This is really great since, you know, there's more like sound exposure at this generation with many concerts and large events that are more common now. And another really cool feature is the ability for the watch to detect falls or detect if someone's physically inactive. In emergency situations like this, there would also be an automatic emergency call function and it won't even matter if the patient has a, you know, mobile phone plan or not. It would just call. Furthermore, the watch continues to track heart rates and that data has been used by the Apple Heart Study in conjunction with Stanford to basically generate massive data sets that will be important and useful to population health studies. So before we go, if you'd like to hear more news on healthcare IT, you can check out great curated articles at healthcareitnews.com. It's where I go for daily healthcare IT news to keep myself updated on what's going on in that world. All right, if you guys like this episode, you can subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also follow us on social media on Twitter or Facebook at Pharmacy Me or Instagram at Pharmacy Informatics or by emailing me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. And I also wanted to plug a great networking opportunity called Pharmacist Connect. If you are familiar with Microsoft Teams or Slack Workspace, think of Pharmacist Connect as a large vetted one through Slack Workspaces. I've met some great colleagues on it, and there's even an informatics space within it as well. You can find out more by visiting pharmacistconnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy ITME. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is a goal.